0: what's going on everybody welcome to the roto grinders strategy nba show i'm your host travis Mangone, back with my buddy kyle kamer dfs how's it going over there man
1: good man yeah good to be back with the uh the backwards hat team i'm excited to be here and it's a, it's a pretty good slate you know last night we had the three game slate that got a little uh i guess some people could say wacky at the end there but uh yeah i think it's a good one to bounce back with for sure
0: yeah, man. excited to be here with you uh, with the backwards hat. I just uh, went with the wind and showed up here with you on this show. Uh, excited to be doing it. It's a really good show overall. Uh, you know, guys, we'll be talking tons of strategy uh, with the NBA slate going on. Uh, how'd you do yesterday, Kyle, with that uh, Bucks news? We got some people talking in the chat. Uh, one of the guys is saying he saw Chris Middleton downtown today and gave him $100, uh, which uh, I don't know if that's true or not. But if it is uh, good for him, he gained 100 bucks. But uh, how'd you do with all all the Bucks news?
1: So I miraculously cashed, you know, a a min cash life is never a bad thing when, you know, you get zeros from Middleton and Divincenzo. I played on FanDuel, so uh, no late swapping there, but, you know, had good nights from everyone else in the lineup, had no other duds. So was able to, uh, you know, got a little bit of help from a guy like Powell Busting That one could have really hurt me if you would have, you know, had a a 35, 40 point game necessarily because he was pretty popular. Same position as the guys where I had zero. So a little bit of luck last night, but I'll take it. I'll take the min cash for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Listen, I won't complain about getting that profit at times. So uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, overall, uh, you know, not too bad of a night. Uh, I got some money down, you know, because I can legally sports better. Right? I got all the money down on the Denver Nuggets, right? Uh, that sweat was not fun because, dude, I don't yeah. know if you watch that basketball game. Like, that was some of the worst basketball I think I've ever watched from like a quote unquote good basketball team. Do you agree?
1: I didn't watch basketball last night. Actually, once that happened, I was like, I don't even want to look at it. I just wanna. I looked at some baseball stuff, trying to get ready for baseball coming up. So that's what I did last night. Uh, yeah. So I'm glad I didn't watch it because I actually had the uh, the Denver. I think I got it minus three and a half the night before, and then I, as things unturned over, you know, came out to be. I locked it as my lock pick on sharp side. So I'm glad that they pulled it out. But yeah, they definitely. I was checking the score here and there. And they definitely made it a, interesting,
0: at least. Yeah, I did the same thing. So we're we're both on a streak, right? Uh, So that's good. When we get to the lock bets, we'll talk about them a little bit more. But before we dive in, I want to talk about a couple things here that we have going on over here. Guys, uh, we have the FanDuel single entry series. It is $25 to enter. Head on over to FanDuel, jump in. It's only $25, like I said, and your top four scores count for the week. So if you miss Monday's games, that's okay, right? No big deal. Probably no one's counting that Monday score because it was so <laughs> ugly. So I think we're all just kind of wiping it clean and starting new. But uh, listen, last week I was in the top 30 at one point uh, on Saturday. I don't know how I finished with Sunday. I don't. I knew I wasn't going to catch the guy in first, uh, but I, I figured there was a chance if I had an absolutely crazy night. I didn't have a crazy night. Did overall uh, good on Sunday. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I did pretty good last week. So I'm trying to attack this single entry series and maybe take it down. So uh Kyle, how about you? How have you been doing with the single entry series?
1: Yeah, last week was my my best one I think I finished uh higher than I had with the, the smaller dollar stuff, so a little bit more success with that one, but uh not not great so far, but so so far got to get this $25 one going, got to have a good night tonight for sure.
0: Yeah, one last thing I want to mention before we dive right in, guys. We got the RG badge promo going on, guys. If you rock that RG badge, uh, you know, for us, it helps us out. It gives you some opportunities to get some good free stuff if you finish in the top 10 tournaments. But we got some guys we want to, uh, you know, say, hey, thanks for rocking the RG badge. We got Jazz Mind Brown 26. We got Fantasy Kurt Roto. We got Jack of All Trades 15. Cody Gracie AL, I guess, Cody Gracie Al, New York NY. I'm guessing that's how you say it uh dgw38579 nh rocks p 1776 and c parello thank you guys for all rocking the rg badge giving you guys shout outs on air and hopefully you guys are in the chat interacting with us and having a good time kyle we got some news that just broke uh you know we got some of the the wizards news we got robinson he's a game time decision uh that man i don't know how to say his name Passionek. You, you, you say the name kyle how do you say it
1: uh Anzez Pashniks. Peshnics? That's uh there you, that's go. what I you can... got it.
0: Yeah, he he is uh available, I believe we saw. Uh I don't have that uh for sure. If you see something different, let me know. But the big news that we really got was Victor Oladipo, he's good to go now. He will play. Uh how how does some of that news affect you on this league
1: Uh the Jerome Robinson news could be pretty uh important. he's was a guy that was getting you know around 30 minutes for the last few games. A guy like Napier pops into my head as a guy who could take on a bulk of minutes, he had a, a big game last time out, so obviously getting those minutes, uh, adding on to what he was already getting could be nice. Obviously, he would, he would see a little bit of a boost considering they play the same position. Um, the the Depot stuff, I, I think we're going to see the similar kind of uh, usage and stuff that we've been seeing going around with Brogdon out. Uh, Oladipo could potentially be a, a guy who gets some of that usage now, um, even more. So seeing him good to go is good. You know, a big Oladipo fan, and obviously after the big injury, and then now now he's dealing with smaller ones. Good to see him back and uh, getting going.
0: Yeah. So if you look like Oladipo's usage, I want to see and see if it's really gone up, and it has, right? If you look at Oladipo when he was chalk, right, all those usage rates, you know, they were in like the, you know, they were in the mid twenties. They weren't bad. You saw some twenty, like when he was really chalk. I think it was this stretch, right? The the Knicks, uh, it was the Bucks and the Nets, right? That was the stretch where he ended up having a usage rate. I mean, that was super super low. Uh, if you look here, we got, um, something's popping over my screen. Here we go. We got 22 usage rate, at 17.54, but look at these last situations, Kyle, of what's going on here in this situation. Uh, we had a 37.45 usage rate, and then we had a 27.16. I think this is a good time to buy back in on Rolla on a site like a FanDuel at 5.3k, DraftKings at 5.6. Uh, it seems like with this role, with the situation, with the injuries, he's a pretty good play right now.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. I, I think, uh, you know, the price is nice. There's a lot of a lot of good shooting guards today. I think it is a pretty loaded slate of shooting guard. You know, you have Harden, Beal, and Booker all at the top in good spots. You have DeMar Rosen with uh, No. Dejounte Murray in this game. So a lot of interesting plays at the shooting guard position. So Depot could even be contrarian. And obviously, Depot has the ability. We've, we've seen him kind of uh, get up to a slow start so far this year, you know, easing back in from the serious injury that he had uh, last season. But you know, he is, he is an extremely talented player. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him have a big game here tonight.
0: Yep. I think he's someone that is definitely in play and a guy that we, we'll, we'll be wanting to talk about and you talked about that wizards news a little bit. Uh, who was the guys that popped up to you? Cause my initial read was maybe going to a Troy Brown. If you look, he played 30 minutes last game. He shot one for eight. Right. And of course a guy like that, if he's not shooting well, he's probably gonna be a little passive, just stand in the corner a little more, but got a ton of minutes and Shabazz Napier was rolling. I don't know if it was that revenge game or what, what it was going on for him, but, uh, he had a really good game and he was someone I am so mad. Kyle. I xed him out of my script like last second and, and I didn't want to, but it just wasn't working out for what I was building. And uh, he had a massive, massive game and, I could see him, you know, 40 minutes. Like, I'm not expecting 40 minutes again here. But if he plays 34, 36 minutes, uh, I still think he's a phenomenal guy to consider. So uh, were those the two two guys that you were leaning on?
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think if Robinson's ruled out, I think we – it wouldn't be – maybe it's hard to expect 40, but to see 40, I don't think it would be surprising at all. You know, uh, Robinson missed that last game, so that was kind of a reason why Napier got all those minutes. And if that happens again here – I wouldn't really be surprised to see that happen again. The match against the Knicks is a slow one, but they're not good defensively. So uh, the total is nice in this game. Washington plays at a fast pace. So I think Napier could be a really good tournament play. If Robertson's out, that game's a 7 o'clock start time. So we'll have that news uh, one way or the other. Um, but other than that, another guy that can benefit from minutes, you mentioned Troy Brown Jr. And I think those would be the real 2 men guys that benefit. Uh, I don't really – the only way I see other guys benefiting if, if they go a little bit bigger with their lineup and, and roll out Bertons at the three, uh, which I don't see. They didn't really do that on Sunday against Miami. So I don't really see that happening too often. But a guy that I do like, whether or not uh, Robinson's in or out, and he did get you know around 39 minutes last game. So maybe he is a guy who's going to benefit from Robinson sitting as Rui Hashimura. Didn't really play well last game, but he played a ton of minutes. Shot 0 for 8, um, and then the game before that shot 0 for 6. So he's really struggling to score, but he's getting getting the minutes. And you know, and, and the match against the Knicks, he should be a guy that's going to play the minutes no matter where this game falls. Considering they don't really have anybody behind him that I think that they're going to give these minutes to here. So I think Hashimura's is a pretty solid play tonight.
0: Yeah, and it looks like we, we got Jerome Robinson projected for 30 minutes, and those minutes got to go somewhere. And Napier's already at 31, so they can easily go his way. Uh, I think that's a good call. I like the call on Hachimura, right? They're going to have to need his size, right, against the Knicks. That's one reason I like Rudy Gobert the other day is because, like, listen, I don't want him against the Rockets, but against the Knicks, where okay. they're going to play bigger, I think it makes a ton of sense. And we're obviously waiting on that Mitchell Robinson news is questionable, and Bobby Porter's going become a chalky option. So, uh, yeah, that's worth looking at. I do want to mention something else, Kyle. We got Mr. Kittles in the chat. He is asking a question about a high-usage guard, right? We're talking about a ton of high-usage guards right now. Bradley Beal's a guy that we mentioned a little bit. He's a high-usage guard. What about Colin Sexton? I mean, he has been amazing. Uh, The price has gone up. People are probably scared to play him. Are you scared to play him, Kyle, because he gets a matchup against Chicago, and uh, the minutes are there, and the usage is there. It should be a pretty good opportunity for him. How are you approaching Colin Sexton?
1: Yeah, uh, I think there's no reason to be afraid of Sexton here tonight. The matchup is one that... Could potentially be, you know, a little bit stingy considering Shaq Harrison's a pretty good defender. But when you take Chris Dunn off the floor for these Bulls, their defense uh, obviously drops a little bit. The price is the really concerning part on DraftKings. 7K, a little bit pricey. I prefer it on, on Fandle where he's 6'2", but he's not really going to carry too much ownership considering, you know, we have those two Bulls point guards, Kobe White, Shaq Harrison, who should garner uh, a substantial amount of ownership. So I think Sexton is an interesting play. Kind of, he was the guy that I kind of, uh, you know, I, I had to die on his hill or in on Saturday on the crunch time with Britt. And he did pretty well against Denver uh, 40 fantasy points, played 40 minutes. And that's the thing with Sexton, he's going to be out there for a ton of minutes. They just don't really have anybody else to, to roll out there with him, and they don't have an issue giving him a ton of minutes. So, you know, the, right now they're essentially maxing out Della Vadova, and Sexton still has to get those minutes. So, there's really no way that Sexton won't play mid thirties minutes minimum. And he has it upside for 40 any given night. And, you know, consistently he's been around 40. So there's no need to uh, get, get afraid of Colin Sexton now.
0: Yep. As it's been coined in the DFS industry, minutes equal money. And I like guys that get minutes. Sexton is one of those guys. Usage is big. So definitely someone I'm looking at. What about Larry Nance? Uh, does Larry Nance make you want to dance today, Kyle? Cause he does <laughs> for me on FanDuel, right? Uh, if you look at the price tag on him, DraftKings, 6'4". It's interesting. Obviously, he's going to be lower owned, so that could be a better tournament play, but he's currently 20% uh, over here on Fanduel. I think that's probably going to be a little bit higher. Uh, We got him listed for 34 minutes. I talked about like in minutes, and he's a great fantasy producer, getting the Bulls. I think he's one of the best Cavs values on the entire slate. How about you?
1: Yeah, I, I like it. Um, uh, you mentioned Fandle, 5,600. Uh, Kevin Love, 6,900, who I actually like a little bit too. So I probably don't love playing those two guys together. But um, time and time again, we see this coaching staff work in Nance, Kevin Love, and then Drummond or Thompson, considering one of those guys have been, have been banged up over the course of the last week or so. So with those guys, those three guys consistently getting minutes, I, I can definitely get behind going back to Nance here. I do think that range at power forward on FanDuel is pretty steady. You know, you got Rui Hashimura, you got a guy like Naz Reed, you got some other value options, then you got some guys who are kind of closer to Kevin Love's pricing. So I think power forwards a pretty strong position as well. But yeah, I'm with you there. I do think Larry Nance is pretty good considering that price tag on FanDuel.
0: Yep. Agree with you on that. And while we're on the Cavs, right. There's some other guys I want to talk about. I think Chetty Allsman's interesting, right? If you look at the small forward position on FanDuel specifically and the minutes he's getting right, like that's one of the things I think is worth looking at. There's a lot of cheap small forwards that you can dabble in and look at, but uh, yeah, I think he's someone that is quite interesting that you want to kind of consider a little bit. Uh, You know, I got it. Like he's not the most sexy play, but at that price, I think he could be an interesting value play. Uh, What do you think of him?
1: Yeah, I'm with you there. You kind of mentioned all of it. He's gonna. Be a guy who plays a ton of minutes, but maybe not necessarily. You can't, you can't necessarily guarantee that production, considering he's a guy who oftentimes can not be you know a high usage player. But when you can get a guy who's going to play in mid thirty minutes and and you're really confident in that minute projection, I can get behind it. There, I have him in my main lineup right now currently. So uh, I think the value there at small forward is interesting. Small forward is a position where I think there's one guy that we're going to talk about later who's a little bit higher priced. But other than that probably trying to, you know, save some money. So guys like Troy Brown, guys like Jetty Osman, they stand out for sure.
0: Yeah. Speaking to get behind the things, uh, Dwight Howard's out. I don't know if you knew that. That just b- broke news. Uh, we got yeah. no Dwight Howard tonight. Uh, how does that adjust things for you guys? Uh,
1: initially you got to assume that guys like uh, Javale McGee is going to get, you know, the minutes that Dwight Howard would have gotten originally. So uh, right now RG projections have had Dwight Howard projected for 13. So Giving some of those to McGee makes a lot of sense, and you know, obviously, really good matchup against the Nets here. So McGee could potentially be one of the uh, the popular value plays. I do think he is going to be uh, pretty popular. There was a guy uh, thirty nine hundred, same price on Fanduel, uh, Wendell Carter Jr. So maybe now people can get off of him and go to a guy like Javale McGee, who I do think he'll have some some ownership here tonight. I'm sure people will flock to him in a, in a really good matchup. I wonder if that will affect anybody else on the team significantly. If it, if it could potentially give a guy like Um, maybe Kyle Kuzma some more minutes. I, I think for the majority of those minutes, we'll just go to McGee, but maybe a couple will go to Kuzma. I don't think it'll be anything significant, though. So I think for the most part, McGee just gets the bump.
0: Yeah, also uh, LeBron, he's in, and Steph Curry's out. I don't know. We, we can talk about the Warriors situa- situation a little bit later. But uh, I did want to mention another center, especially on a site like a FanDuel. I know you and I play FanDuel a lot. Uh, you know, FanDuel always get the love. So uh, let's talk about it because I think he is a chalky option that people are considering. Uh, I get it. Wendell Carter, he's a good play. someone to consider. But uh, Andre Drummond, he is going to be high owned, same with Wendell Carter. Uh, and he's one of those Cavs that we were kind of discussing before. I think this is a dream, dream, dream spot for him. Uh, and again, small forward, not a spot I'd love to spend up on FanDuel. How would you be approaching him in tournaments, Kyle? Because I think in cash games, I think he's a guy you want to go to at 8.2k in a perfect matchup. I think he's in the quote unquote like optimal build for me right now, at least, uh, you know, as of, you know, 530 right now on the East Coast. But uh, what do you kind of think? Because I think Drummond in tournaments, uh, I think he's an amazing play, but there are some pivots you could look at as well.
1: Yeah, I do think Drummond's solid. Obviously, a good match against the Bulls who can't really rebound too well. And, you know, I, I do think they are they will be a little bit weak inside. But I think I'm finding myself going down a little bit now, especially with the McGee News. I think he will be uh, in play for me. Looks like chat saying that Kuzma is starting. So uh, um, that could be interesting. I don't, uh, I don't know if
0: that's, that... like, official or anything. I think they're just speculating. Okay. If you guys have a source on it, let us know. Uh, but, yeah, I don't I don't know. Because why would that change stuff? Howard never starts. you know what I mean?
1: Right. Yeah. I think uh, if you guys do see something like that, if you want to throw a link in there, we can check it out. But I haven't seen anything on the starting lineup yet, but um, back to Drummond, I do think he is in play. Obviously JSU has him tagged as a conviction play. So he likes him as well. So he could get the JSU stamp of approval. Uh, But like I mentioned guys like Marquise Chris is someone that I like a lot, who I think will be uh, looks like we have him at 20% currently on FanDuel. I think that's a little bit higher than uh, maybe I would have liked to see, but, I think he's a guy that I'm interested in. And then Busevich as well at that same same kind of price tag, 8-3 on FanDuel. Um, those are kind of three guys that I'm looking at in that higher range.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think Drummond's a good play. Let's shift over to some DraftKings plays. Uh, and, and they're FanDuel plays too, but I went over to DraftKings on the line of HU, so we can kind of check that out. I sorted by smash percentage here in the lineup HQ. I don't know if you, you dabble in this one too much, Kyle, but I think it's an awesome feature. Showed you what their percentage of how they're going to do based on their uh, projection, based on their you know price. Uh, are they going to smash? Uh, how are they going to look in the spot? And at the top, we have two rocket plays and two rocket plays that I'm very interested in, especially on a site like DraftKings. I like Russell Westbrook. I like Robert Covington, and I really, really like their price tags. Um, How are you approaching them? Are they chalk you want to eat? Because this is the game of the night, Kyle. I was like to talk about one game that we hone in on. It's a 247 total. So talk about Westbrook and Covington. I think they're guys you want to get in your lineup. Same with Harden. And then the other side with with the Minnesota side, uh, running that thing back. So I think this is the game that you want to have a lot of exposure to.
1: Yeah, I I like Covington a lot. You know, the price tag, 6,200 on both sides. I think that's just way too cheap. You mentioned it. It's a really good game uh, environment. So I, I like Covington a lot. Uh, as far as you know the Westbrook versus Harden conversation, I do think I lean Westbrook on DraftKings. You know, obviously you get uh, a larger discount there, and I, I it's hard to pick and choose these guys. They're, I think they're both in really good spots. You know, when you're talking about two studs with really high usage rates, you know, really high rates across the board, and then you know they get a really good matchup against the Timberwolves and a high total game. You're kind of uh, it's tough to decide between the two, and on DraftKings I think. That discount makes it easier for me to go with Westbrook on FanDuel. I do think uh, I, I would lean Harden, just the way positioning and and how I'm building lineups just falls. But yeah, in DraftKings, I'm I'm Westbrook and over Harden, and I like Covington a lot. I'm definitely willing to eat the Covington chalk. I think he's a really strong play at 6,200.
0: Yeah, no, listen, uh, I'm totally with you. I think that's a a good call. Definitely think I want to be on those guys. Uh, Running it back, right? Like Nas Reed is someone that's kind of uh, a guy that I'm a little bit interested in. Even D'Angelo Russell, right? Like, let's look. uh, We talked about Harden. I think I like him more on Fanduel, and I like Westbrook over on a site like uh, DK more. But we have D'Angelo Russell at 4% owned, guys. I mean, listen, when there are guys that are high usage players in good spots, the smash percentage is 29%, 8.5K. I absolutely love the U.S. here, right? If I was playing DraftKings tournaments, I would make sure to be loading up on him. Uh, I think he's a guy that I want to be well overweight on. I see 4%. I'm thinking I want to get 25%, right? 5X of the field sounds good to me on him if I can make that work. How about you? What are you kind of doing with these guys? And even Malik Beasley, right? He's a guy that's been phenomenal, too.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Russell is definitely interesting. You know, he is a high usage guy, gonna get all the shots that he really can, and it's gonna be a, a pretty good game environment for him against the Rockets here. The only real issue I have is, you know, like I mentioned, it's just a really strong position. And then, you know, on DraftKings, he's he's a little bit priced up, eighty five hundred on Fandle, seventy nine hundred. So, uh, but on Fandle, he's, he's shooting guard, and like I mentioned, there's you know a handful of shooting guards near that price that I, I like a lot, but. That kind of con- contributes to the ownership, so I can definitely get behind a Russell play for sure.
0: Yeah, and, and look at Beasley, right? I know Russell's been struggling a bit, and this is one thing I've been doing in my scripts, guy. I make sure that Beasley and Russell, I make sure they don't touch the same teams. I think they kind of cut into each other enough. Right. You know, Russell struggled a little bit as of late, but uh, fantasy points, last four games, 39.25, 31.25. And the usage rates, you know, pretty good overall. Uh, The one game with 18 was a little rough, but uh, yeah, I think he's a really good player. And I make sure to make, make sure those guys are not on the same team. I think watch Hernan Gomez is a great value too. This is definitely a game. I would make sure to get a ton of exposure to Uh, what do you think? Uh, Any, any Hernan Gomez, Nas Reed, what about those other smaller pieces?
1: Yeah, I think Hernan Gomez is interesting. Um, I like Nas Reed a pretty good amount, you know, the minutes, you know they're not. You're not going to find mid thirties minutes for Nas Reed, but he's a really efficient player, so I like him a lot as well. Uh, the price on Fanduel is really nice, fifty three hundred. Hernan Gomez, same thing. Just a little bit too cheap. I prefer him on Fanduel again, where he's forty eight hundred. And then on, on DraftKings, you only get him at the power forward position and fifty two hundred. So I don't prefer him as much over there, but uh, I do like him on Fanduel uh, and Nas Reed. Yeah, I think you can play him on both sides And center position where he's lock, kind of locked into that center spot don't love it but i do think uh center is kind of a spot where mid-tier and, and value guys will be will be in play tonight so i, I can get behind him on DraftKings. i think he's a really good play tonight on both sides
0: yep i'm with you on that one kyle Let, let's head over to the situation room over here on runner this is an injury report it kind of shows you what situations to look at how we're going to monitor them uh, helps you guys out right instead of you having to track all the injuries all day you can get home from work sit down and be like okay how do i approach this Uh, What am I going to do? So let's look at some of the uh, situations that we have going on. I see, obviously, we got LaMarcus Aldridge. He's back. So that kind of hurts a little bit of the Spurs. But we also have Murray. Uh, He's going to be out, right? Uh, You know, so that's obviously a nine rating there. And I think that could help some of those guys. So uh, let's talk about the Spurs situation. Uh, How are you approaching that? I think Derek White becomes a really good tournament option that you can consider. Uh, DeMar DeRozan's usage gets cut into a little bit with with LaMarcus Aldridge joining the team again. But uh, no Murray could obviously help DeRozan, too. So how are you approaching these Spurs?
1: Yeah. I do think no Murray uh, does give him a, bo- a boost. And obviously, you know, if we see Aldridge out in this one, which we're not going to, but you know, initially that was in, in consideration. Uh, so I think it kind of evens out for the most part uh, for me, when it, when it comes down to these spurs, you know, there's three guys that I think could potentially be solid value plays. There's Derek white, Patty mills, and also even Brent Forbes, is even in the in the discussion, I gave Bryn Forbes 28 minutes tonight. So uh, out of the three, if raw points, I would prefer Derek White, but for um, you know, the upside, the the point per dollar upside, I think Patty Mills is really interesting. Uh, I like him a pretty good amount on DraftKings, thirty one hundred over there. So he he read, grades out as a pretty good uh, value play. Derek White is interesting, and he's a very uh, direct pivot off of a chalky guy like Shaq Harrison that we'll talk about later. So he's definitely someone someone that's interesting, and it could be a game where you know you're playing some abs, so uh, it makes sense to have you know interest in these guys. So for me. It goes White Mills, and then and Brent Forbes. Not too much interest in in, in Forbes for me, but I think, I do think Mills is a good value play.
0: Yeah, I, I don't like Forbes. I didn't even take a shot on Mills, but I do think there's some risk there. I don't, I don't think I'd be doing it. I think it's more of a DK play, right? Not a fan play. Right. That's kind of how yeah, I would approach it. He's popped up in some models. Uh, I think he's fine, but not one of my favorite plays to maybe go to. Uh, I did want to mention someone in the chat says James Johnson. What do you think of him? Good pace game. Could fit him well. Do you think he's a good GV pivot off of a Nas Reed? I don't hate it. Um, obviously, I think that's more of like a if you're joining like a lower stakes GVP trying to hit, ship that 100K or something. I think that's a better approach. Uh, you're more of like a higher stakes one lineup guy when it comes to tournaments, right? You're playing that single entry series. Do you think James Johnson is a guy you could go to?
1: Um. I don't. I don't think I, I get to them too often. I, I don't really think Nas Reed is is too popular to where I feel the the need to kind of get that leverage. And I, I, I mean, if I had to choose between the one of the two, I'd obviously take Reed. Uh, I don't really feel confident in James Johnson's minutes. And then um, I just prefer Nas Reed from a per minute perspective. Over the last thirty, they've been pretty similar in, as as terms of points per minute. So if you wanted to take that leverage and kind of pivot there, he is going to be. Un- unowned pretty much. So I can't really, uh, bash anybody for it. But for me, if I'm paying there for a Timberwolves power forward, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go with nesreed On DraftKings, I mean, like- it does make a little bit of sense because you get a discount though.
0: Yeah. Like I don't hate it, but I think you have to understand your construction too, right? Be, be like, be okay with playing the chalk, right? Like load up on Covington and Westbrook then, right? I think that makes some sense to maybe go that route. Uh, DK, GBP, any interest in elf in this matchup versus Washington? I actually think Julius Randle is like the best play in that game. Apparently, Dennis Smith Jr. is is apparently maybe going to be back in this game. I saw some news kind of come across the timeline before he's active. I don't know, you know how active he's going to be, but right. I really prefer Julius Randle, right? I think he's the Nick that I want to get some exposure to in this spot. That's my favorite Nick, and I'm definitely, when, when we build out my script, we're going to go through uh, and do my Vandal script, kind of put some guys in, take some guys out, figure out which ones we think are the best. Uh, I, I'm going to make sure to get some Julius Randle
1: yeah, I think Randall's a guy who's never really too popular. He's never, no, I don't think he ever really goes completely unowned, but he's never too popular at all. And I do think it's obviously a really good matchup here for him. And in terms of Elf Payton, he just falls behind Sexton and uh, Kobe White for me, and he's pretty much the same price. So uh, I don't get to him too much. And like you mentioned, Dennis Smith could cut into his minutes a little bit. So uh, no Elf for me, but Randall makes a lot of sense. And this whole the whole view on the Knicks could change if Mitchell Robinson goes out, or if he ends up being out.
0: Yeah, that that could definitely change a lot of things. Uh, we got Corey Stevens asking a question in the chat. Uh, he's saying Elf or Napier. I would lean Napier. How about you?
1: If if Robinson's out, Napier for sure. Even if I, I think even if he's not out, I, w- I would consider Napier over him. But if if Robinson's out, which as of right now, that's kind of what I'm assuming since he was out Sunday and now uh, he popped up on the injury report again. But if he's out, Napier for sure.
0: Yeah, we'll do one more question here because I think this is a good one. On Fanville, Nas Reed or Larry Nance? I'm definitely team Larry Nance. I think when you think range of outcomes, I think Nance's are less volatile. Uh, Reid probably might even have some more upside than Nance, even though Nance, I think, has crazy upside. But uh, Eileen with Larry Nance, I think he's the better play. How about you?
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy because of how close they are in projection. For me personally, it's it's about two points in favor of Larry Nance, but the minutes projection is is so much greater for Larry Nance so Larry Nance is definitely a safer play uh, but Nas Reed you know if there was just a game where he somehow you know got that 30 minute mark he could he could crush so uh, I like I like Reed but safety wise Nance is I think the better option just because of minutes
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, Listen, Kyle, I want to ask you about your lock bet guy. Uh, It sounds like he's probably a DFS play for you today. I don't know if it's conviction play as well. So uh, tell the people what your lock bet is because you like the over on his points. So if you like the over on his points, you got to like him in DFS, right?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm loving me some Paul George tonight. You know, no Lou Williams. Possibly we could see a little bit more of, uh, of staggering and lineups between Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Obviously a good matchup. I would have liked, it, liked this game a little bit more if Steph Curry was able to get out there and play, but it looks like he has uh, an illness that is not the coronavirus that the Warriors made sure to confirm. So, um, But I, I still think it's a really strong play. The Warriors are a team, while they are bad, they tend to you know at least play uh they give they give the team run for their money so i like paul george i like the clippers here in general with no lou williams out i think a lot of clippers uh get some nice boost so i'm taking the over on paul george's points i believe i've got it at 19 and a half so just need 20 from paul george to keep my streak going i got four right now so I, last time i got to four i failed so got to get back to i got to get to five for the for the first time in like a month
0: yeah i've gotten to five that was my best i've gotten to but, uh, and people are saying in the chat, like, is Drummond out? I, I don't think Drummond is out. Uh, I haven't seen anything on that unless uh, I'm going crazy. Kyle, if you see it, please let me know and cut me off. But I haven't seen anything on that. Uh, I want to go to my lock bet. And my lock bet is, we talked about him already. It is Robert Covington. Uh, I-, I love Robert Covington in this spot. I think it's a really good spot. Uh, I'll pull up the, the RotoGrinders defense versus archetype tool, Kyle. I don't know how much you dig into this and look at the matchups and see how guys are. Uh, it's obviously like, you know, some of the things it's tough, right? If I see like Brooke Lopez or not Brook Lopez, if I see like uh, Javelle McGee gets a boost in three pointers, like I'm not buying that, right? He's not a guy that shoots three. Robert Covington, what is he? He's a guy that can get a ton of rebounds. And, and the Rockets, they play small ball. He should get a ton of rebounds. And if you look at the numbers on this one, Kyle, trying to make it work right now, my computer is acting up. Uh, he gets a big boost. So does James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Obviously, good rebound spot with the way that that team has been playing. Uh, Covington 21.55% boost in rebounds versus the average matchup. I think this is a phenomenal spot. I hit the lock on Robert Covington rebounds at seven and a half. And that's not like even money basically. So uh, I feel pretty good about that one. Wrote that one up in my article as well. So yeah, uh, love Robert Covington here in this spot. Uh, One more situation I wanted to talk about here in the situation room. Uh, I can go back to the page. How are you approaching DeAndre Ayton, especially on DraftKings, right? Because listen, there's only two 7 o'clock games, and there are the rest like are kind of at 8 and 9, and we might get that news in time. Is there reasons to maybe backload your lineups to wait for a guy like Aaron Baines? I know the price has gone up, but, man, he has been crushing it every single day. So uh, I'm just asking, Kyle, because I don't know how to approach it. I think on FanDuel and GBps I think I'm going to get a little bit of peace in him because 5,300 is too low. DraftKings, I don't know how I'm approaching it with my cash lineup. I'm considering maybe backloading. depends on the earlier plays and the news that we're going to get, but how are you approaching it?
1: Yeah, I do think there is some merit to it. Um, I, I will say one guy that I like a lot is Montres Harrell, and he's two hundred more. So uh that could potentially work out as a uh, a pivot scenario. Um, you know, the the Clippers play at ten thirty, uh Phoenix plays at ten, Harrell's two hundred dollars more. So maybe you kind of have some Harold lineups and if you get news that Ayton's out, swapping to Baines is something that you could consider for sure. Uh, You know, I mentioned Lou Williams out, and the guy that gets a pretty big boost from it is Matros Harrell. Obviously, Harrell plays with the second unit along with Lou Williams. The minutes won't always be fantastic for Harrell, but if the game is remotely close, he's going to, you know, be in that closing rotation, and he's going to have a ton of usage. Without with with no Lou Williams so far this season, uh, around a 28% usage rate. So the usage will be great. 1.23 point per minute, fantasy point per minute. With the Williams off the floor so far this year as well. So I like Harrell a lot. So that makes sense for me. You know, you go Montrose Harrell. And then if you decide that maybe you like Baines more uh, when, once Aiton is ruled out later in the night, just that's an easy little swap right there.
0: Yeah, with you on that. Uh, we say AC's in the chat. He's talking about there's no Dallas player props, and it sucks. Yeah, I'm with you, right? I love taking advantage of those props. That's one thing I do. Whenever I see a guy gets rolled, is like doubtful. Uh, I hit that swipe on the overs on the guys that get the benefits right. You saw Paul George getting a benefit. You hit that, and then you hit the lock on it. So that's good. I think that's a really good call overall. Um, I see where we. I just got a tweet that came by that was pretty interesting about Luka. I just lost it on my phone. Uh, apparently it said something about him coming out later normally, and I don't think he's been out. So maybe that's something that could be coming here with Luca. Uh, don't know for sure, but it seems like that could be some news. Here we go. Luca comes out much later for warmups. Uh, this time he took early bus, got on the court early, wasn't, uh, wasn't on for very long, most likely to test his wrist. So, uh, perhaps a longer warp is coming. So, uh, Luca's more probable maybe, but looks like we're leaning. What do you think? Looks like we're leaning more Luca in from that news.
1: Yeah, I would say so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's what we're probably getting there. But uh, listen, let's dive in. Uh, One thing I wanted to do, we did this last time we were on air, and I thought it was a good exercise, maybe helps the people out. And you guys can chime in in the discussion, and we can talk some strategy as we do it and as we build. Uh, We're going to go in the lineup HQ, and we're going to build out my FanDuel script a little bit. Obviously, this is not going to be my same exact thing that I put in there. I'm not just going to load up my lineups and go. But uh, I'll obviously make some tweaks when we get off air. But we're going to go to lineup HQ here. And what we're going to do, Kyles, we are going to take our lineups. We are going to exclude all the players. And then we're going to go out and build my player pool before we do that, too. Let's go in. Let's put uh let's put 50 lineups here. I'm either doing 50 or 100. haven't decided over there in the seven dollar. So we're going to build out my player pool. And we're going to go game by game real quick and kind of plug in the guys that we think are good. Uh, plug in the guys that we don't like. Uh, so let's go to that Nick's uh, Washington game right now and kind of talk about it. Because, ah, listen, uh, we already mentioned some guys that we that we both like in this game. Uh, I like Julius Randall. He's one of the guys at power forward. I, I, I love a lot of guys at power forward today, but Randall's a guy. I want to make sure I get in my script. I want to load up on this game. I want to get some Troy Brown. Um, you know, I want some Bradley Beal. I want some, uh, you know, Shabazz Napier. We talked about him. Rui was a guy that you loved, So I'll throw him in there too. So far, at power forward. He might be a guy I x out because I kind of want to keep my power forward pool a little tighter, but I'll put him in for now. Uh, am I missing anyone else?
1: Uh, did you mention Napier? I think Napier is a guy that I would consider being overweight on. Uh, I think he's going to be extremely contrarian. Maybe people will catch on to the Robinson news, but, uh, you know, Jerome, Jerome Robinson, isn't really a big name. And then Napier is not really a big name. So I wouldn't be surprised to see, especially in the smaller dollar stuff, that people just really don't catch on to that news. A lot of guys at point guard that I think will be popular sex and white, um, maybe you're not for Peyton last ownership. So, uh, I think Napier is really interesting tonight, especially if Robinson's out.
0: Yep. I put him in. So he's a guy that I have in there. And like, if Robinson's out, right, then I'll be throwing Bobby Portis in there. Uh, you know, and like you said, the other Robinson, right. Uh, which Jerome Robinson, possibly not, I might add some more guys, but that's where we're at. We got five of those guys in there. So let's go over to the next game. We got Boston and Indiana and Kyle, I don't love this game. Uh, Gordon Hayward mainly because small forward is so bad, I think is what I'm going to be doing. I think it's a pretty good spot for him. So I'll throw him in uh, we talked about Oladipo a little bit. I guess I'll throw some Oladipo in. I'll get a little small percentage. He's a guy I could see myself kicking him out later on if I'm having trouble with my lineups. But anyone else that you like that I'm missing, I think that's where I'm at right now.
1: Yeah, I think I'm with you there. Um, I just don't feel the need to you know, go with a guy like Marcus Smart, who should play a ton of minutes, and the Daniel Tice kind of uh, a guy that some people might have interest in. But for me, it's really just Hayward and Oladipo. Uh, I do like Hayward a little bit. We didn't really talk about him too much. But uh, like I mentioned, I am trying to save that small forward a little bit with considering how weak it is. And there are, you know, a handful of value plays that are at least in play. Um, but in, he's going to be pretty popular tonight, but I would still throw him in a player pool for sure. You said it's a bonus. Oh no. Hayward.
0: Oh Hayward. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said it's a bonus for a reason. Cause again, I, when we get the power forwards, I want to keep a really tight core on the power forwards. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm going to try to do when we get there, but uh, we got the game of the night now, right? The 247 total. So give me Harden, give me Covington, D'Angelo Russell, Westbrook, Malik Beasley, Daniel House, I think I'm going to pass on. Uh, it is a bad small forward spot. Do you think I should throw him in there?
1: Um, House, I think you could throw in there. I think he's somewhat interesting. You know, there there might be some more minutes for him in a game like this. It's going to be fast paced, but uh, I, I think there are other small forwards at that price range. But I, I, I have my player pool right now, so I would include him in there if I were you.
0: Yeah, I'll put him in for now, but he's a guy that can get the axe, right? Uh, So uh, I'll throw him in for now, and as we're building, maybe I'll need more, maybe I'll need some less players. Uh, We got Nas Reed, Wancho I'm putting in, and I'll throw James Johnson in. For the guy in the chat that was saying it's a good fit. Again, I I have a tight power forward pool that I was looking to do, so maybe I'll end up kicking him out. Uh, We'll have to see. We'll throw him in there for now. Let's go over to Dallas and San Antonio. Yeah, we talked about this situation a little bit. I think 8K and 43% owned uh, for DeMar DeRozan. Uh, I think that's kind of high, Kyle. I think I might maybe stay away from him in this spot. How about you?
1: You said he was 43% owned?
0: Yeah, we got 43%. Yeah, we got 43% over here on uh FanDuel. Uh, let me see. I'm gonna hit the refresh button and see if it's maybe adjusted on my screen. It shouldn't be from that earlier. Let's see. Okay, my bad. I apparently I need to hit the refresh button on him and I messed up. So uh we have what do we have on him? Now it's all messed up. My bad. Shooting I got
1: 18%. So.
0: 18%. So 18% okay. I'm fine. I guess I had the 11 a.m. Yeah. one up. My bad. I had the wrong uh, tab from earlier. I'm the guy with all the tabs. Up. So 18%. That's not as bad, but what are you doing with uh, DeRozan here on this spot?
1: I, I would include him. You know, I was looking at his numbers with Murray off so far this year. Obviously there's a lot of data for that, considering Murray's been a guy that plays like nine minutes a game at times because Popovich won't play him, but 29% usage rate. 1.2 uh, point per minute. So I would include him. I, I think he's a pretty interesting play. And with Aldridge being active, that ownership came down as you saw from what was 43% early in the morning to now 18% with Aldridge back in. So I do think he's still a very interesting. He does still get a boost and the, the, the ownership on him is, is falling.
0: Yeah, it felt wrong. I was, I was curious why that was 43. I was like, that doesn't make sense. And I, I wouldn't want him at that. I'm not putting LaMarcus Aldridge in. I don't care if he's 8%. And you're not convincing me to. Again, I have too many power <laughs> forwards I like. Right. And we'll get there. There's, there's some guys that I really want to talk about. Uh Derek White, I'm throwing in there. And then I'm throwing Luca in for now. I'm not putting in Porzingis. Uh price too high. And I think that's it for me, right? I talked about Patty Mills. You and I both discussed him. I like him more on DK. I throw him in on Matt. that script, but not on the FanDuel one.
1: Yep, I'm with you. All All right. Right. Well, actually, Maxi Cleaver could be interesting. I know Dory Finney Smith, I believe, is still questionable from the last time I checked. If he's ruled out, uh Kleber could be interesting. He's cheap on at power four. I know you want to keep your your pool tight on on at power four, but he's gonna be, you know. 5% on right now we have Matt, and he could potentially see mid-30s minutes, which is what he saw in that last game against the Pacers. Not necessarily a high-usage guy, but 4-4 on FanDuel. Um, if, if Finney Smith's out again, he, he benefits minutes-wise for sure.
0: Yeah, um, definitely someone that you could throw in there. I'm, I'm not going to throw him in there now. Uh, might be a guy we go in and uh, add later on, but... I'm trying to, it's not letting me scroll here. I don't know what's going on and I'm on a new computer. So I've had some like issues at it. so it's not letting me scroll over to other guys uh, and other games, but uh, I guess we'll go to each game here and kind of show it out. Um, let's talk about the, uh, let's talk about the Cavs, the Cavs and Bulls, right? Let's throw in those guys uh, here. Uh, what Cavs and Bulls are you looking at? Obviously white is a guy that I want to get in there. You don't care about the ownership. I want a guy like a Shaq Harrison. He's someone that I'm putting in there. I'm okay with not playing Denzel Valentine. Um, I get it. He's cheap, right? And small forwards terrible. But I think there's other guys I would rather go to. How about you?
1: Okay, so I have a little bit of a hot take in this game. All right, get it. To me, man. And I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm sold on it. And if you know, if I, I'm having one line tonight, so if you were having fifty to a hundred, I would. It could be completely different. But for me, I think Shaq Harrison could be a fade, uh, or at least someone that I'm underweight on. Thirty nine percent ownership right now. Uh, the minutes are going to be there. There's really no way around it you know unless something weird happens but he's a guy that gets a lot of his production off of steals and while those can come again in a game against Cleveland who they're not very good um but there are a lot of pivots you know we have a guy that we haven't talked about yet but Markel Fultz who's four nine same exact price that's just way too cheap you know Markel Fultz is getting a a huge boost with Evan Fournier off the floor Uh, you have a guy Kobe White who I would definitely you know uh prefer to get to And we have some other cheap guys as well. So, for me, I would at least take an underweight stance on Shaq Harrison. Maybe not exclude him from the player pool, but underweight on him. Um, Right now, don't have him in my main lineup. I just think there are other ways that I'm trying to go at the power forward spot or at the point guard spot. And Shaq Harrison, he definitely is going to come with a lot of ownership tonight. So, you know, oftentimes, I think chalk is really good. And Shaq Harrison could come back to bite me here. But I think uh, I'm going to take an underweight stance on Harrison tonight.
0: Yeah, listen, uh, you know, so apparently Jimino says he's coming down on Shaq uh, a little bit. So we'll have to see. Listen, uh, okay. I, I appreciate your advice. I think you're sharp, Kyle, but I'm <laughs> on Shaq. Like, like I'm, I'm going to play him. Uh, I'm currently going to be at least even with the field and maybe over. Obviously, like, as I'm adjusting it, like, it could be like, ah, oh, I can't get him in. Like, it doesn't work based on the other things right. I want to do. I could prioritize something else. But uh, I like Shaq right now. He's a guy I definitely want to get in there. What about Wendell Carter? Uh, I think he's a guy I'm going to put in there, but I might be a little underweight on him. Uh, how about you?
1: Uh, yeah, I think now with McGee, you can uh, definitely be underweight on him. I think the ownership could potentially change with McGee if he ends up being popular. I, I'm not sure. I haven't uh, checked that ownership on McGee yet, but, um, if McGee is popular, Wendekar could actually end up being a, a contrarian play. And if that were the case, I would, I would think he'd still be pretty interesting for me.
0: Yeah. How about a 1% Lori marketing? Listen, Lori's like won me some money back in the day, but, uh, has not been good to me lately. I think at 1%, he could be a guy you throw in there. Uh, how about you?
1: Yeah, I'm with you. You know, 4-7, I, w- I would prefer to get to him over a guy like Kleber. Uh, the minutes, 26 minutes last time out against Brooklyn. I think if he's around there, he can definitely pay off for you in a matchup against the Cavs.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's the Kyle, it's power forward. There's like certain guys I want to play. I want to have a tight pool. So yeah. you know what I'm going to do? I'm out on that one, man. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Uh no thanks. I will be not playing him. But listen, I get it. Like one percent the game theory, uh, it makes some sense, right? And if you're playing okay. Lori Marketing, don't play Wendell Carter, right? I think that would make some sense, right? That would be a good approach to go.
1: Uh looks like we lost Travis's audio. I don't know if he knows that yet, but um, I guess we can continue to talk yeah, about some. Yeah, I think of I'm guys. back, Kyle. Back, all right, I mean, cool. Uh, yeah, I don't
0: know. The audio's going in and out on me. I don't know what's happening. Uh, but
1: you're a Mac uh, rookie. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's not the Mac. I think it's like something with the cords. But uh, oh, gotcha. listen, We're trying to. I don't know. It keeps popping up the, on my screen saying it's switching audios. But let's talk about the Cavs, right? Uh, we talked about right. it a little bit. Let's just breeze through them real quick. Nance, you know, he's a power forward that I really want to get in there. I'm in on the Nance train. I think he's an amazing play. Uh, I want some Drummond. I'm loading up on him. He's gonna be a Cav end up playing. Uh, Colin Sexton, we're going back to the well. People in the chat were talking about him. People loved him, so I'm in on him too. I think it's a really good spot for him. I love the usage he's getting. Chetty Osman, I'm going to throw him in there. You know why? Because small forward is just so bad, and I think that's all the casts for me. Am I missing anything?
1: Uh No, I agree with you. I will say one thing. Um, someone mentioned that Shaq Fitz pretty well on DraftKings where you can play a small forward. I will say that on DraftKings, I like him where I, I want to kind of be clear on that. And that kind of stance that I took on him is more uh, FanDuel directed where I think there's pivots there. So, But yeah, on the Cavs, I'm with you.
0: Yeah, I think he's a good DK play too. Uh, and again, like you and I are just different about the approach over on FanDuel today. Um, let's see. So actually, I want to talk about this game. This is definitely one that I'm keying on. Uh, the Orlando match with the Memphis Grizzlies. You talked about Fultz a little bit. Listen, I love Fultz in this spot. I am getting a piece in. He's a guy... Uh, currently 5%, right. Uh, I'm going to be overweight, definitely overweight on Fultz. I'm putting him in my script. A good pivot. I think off of a guy like a Drummond is, is a Vucevic. I think he's an amazing play. I'm going to throw him in there. Uh, Aaron Gordon. Again, I talked about the power forwards. I like, this is one I love, man. Uh, I locked him on Saturday. I think I might lock him here. Listen, man, I, I like to sometimes lock a player. Uh, Memphis isn't as good of a spot it's been, but I still think he's a great play at 7K. Don't know if I'm definitely going to do it because again, I think power forward with Covington and Nance and Gordon is really, really strong. I'm considering just making those my only three power forwards on rostering on FanDuel. Again, uh, I like taking extreme stance like that if I feel really strong about it. So he's a guy I'm definitely going to look at. I think this is a good spot for him. He, he's someone that I, I got some bets on too as well today. So uh, love Aaron Gordon. Those are the three magic I'm on. Am I missing anyone?
1: Uh, I, I will say, uh, I think, Terrence Ross is someone that I'm including. You know, he gets a, a big boost in terms of minutes and usage and fantasy point per minute with Fournier off the floor. I have him projected for 33 minutes, uh, about a 25% usage rate playing with that second unit, where, you know, he kind of gets a little bit of a boost there as well. But yeah, Fultz is a guy that I'm, he's probably my favorite play of the night, just considering he's a direct pivot off of a massive massively chalky guy who I actually like more. So I like Fultz over Shack tonight on FanDuel. Um, like him a lot I agree with you on Vooch and Gordon I probably said a, uh, a grouper I probably don't play those two guys together I don't like playing those two guys together a whole lot but yeah I like those guys both I'm with you
0: yeah that was one mistake I think I made the other day I center was just so bad and I, I was thinking of making that group but then I was like I just want all the Vucevic right I didn't like the slate right. for center and it was tough but I thought it was the right move I'll put Ross in there I think it makes sense and someone in chat is saying I'm putting every single play and like that's definitely not true listen like <laughs> I make a max of 40, right? Like we're at 30 players right now. Uh, you know, sometimes I get the maybe 45, but I haven't ever been comfortable with the times I make it 45. So uh, I try to get the 30 if I can. Uh, 35 has been more of my sweet spot, I feel like. So uh, we're at a decent spot. And again, there's guys that I might kick out uh, from here that I, I put in. So uh, certainly something I can adjust. How am I running it back, right? I think it's a good idea to run some stuff back. Is it John Morant? Uh, again, you make groups, right? If you're playing some of these magic guys and make sure, uh, if I'm playing one of the Memphis guys, the magic guys are ran back. Is it Valentunis? Is he the guy to go to? Is it Ja Moran? Is it Dylan Brooks? I don't want to put all these guys in here. I think maybe it's either jaw or Brooks. If I pick one, how about you?
1: Yeah, this is tough because I, I don't necessarily love them, but like you mentioned, if I'm going to have two Orlando guys, it makes sense for me on Fanduel. It's Valanchunas, but I'd, don't really want to play him on DraftKings. You know, we've talked about a few guys that you know you get center eligibility on DraftKings, and then you consider Valenzunas is you know more expensive over there. So on Fanduel, I think it would be Joe Val for me, but on DraftKings, I think it would be Dylan Brooks. Um, the the price and John Martin is up there. He's going to be contrarian, but uh, I think Brooks will be contrarian as well too. So I think it'd be Brooks on DraftKings, Valenzunas on Fanduel for me.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I I can't decide which one. I'm gonna put in Brooks for now, but I think I could end up switching it based on positions, right? When I like see the layout of point guard, shooting guard, I might need more of a different guy, right? So uh, that's right. something I might end up going to. Uh, we got a couple more games left, I think. Here we got. See if I missed anything else. Yeah, we got two games. We got or three games. We got the Suns. We got the Blazers. We got the Nets. The Lakers, and then we got the Clippers and the Warriors. Uh, listen, I'm going to get some Aaron Baines and take the chance that maybe he's out. And again, I'm not going to go crazy. I don't have to play like a thousand teams, but I think there's an edge with it, right? Uh, I like his price at 5'3. Uh, we have him at 0.1, uh, 0.1% owned. I only need 2% to be over the, over the weight with him right so, um, I can be willing to burn 2% of my lineups and be happy. And I'm going to do that. Uh, I'm perfectly fine with that. I'll make sure it's a max of like, you know, 4% or 2%, whatever I feel I'm most comfortable with. So, that's a guy I want. Uh, Devin Booker at 8.2K. He's someone I'm going to get in there. I think he's a really good play. Ricky Rubio, I don't think he's a bad play. I might throw him in there. We'll throw him in for now. Right. And if I do that, I'm going to make sure that Rubio and Booker, I make sure they're on separate teams. Right. That's a group that I'll end up doing. Uh, and Bridges at small forward. Is he a guy that I put in there, maybe? You think he's a good, good option?
1: Uh, I don't really, we're talking Fando primarily, right?
0: Uh, yeah. That's what I mean. I don't think I need to do bridges. And again, I think my pool's big enough now where I don't need to be forcing guys in. So, uh, let's do that. How about the Blazers? though? I think the guy would maybe go to, um, actually maybe not Lillard. I actually think Lillard's kind of hurt. Um, he's someone I got some exposure to the other day and then I ended up not going to him. Maybe I'll go to McCollum. I think that's a guy that could really do well. If I, if I believe, you know, a guy like Lillard is still struggling with that groin injury and rushed back. I think McCollum could be a really good play. Still only 7.4K, 37 minutes, 5% owned. He's a shooting guard I want to get in there.
1: Yeah, I mean, if I was going to, you know, if this is a, we're talking about 100 lineups, 50 to 100 lineups, I think Whiteside's the guy that I have some interest in. Going to be pretty low owned considering we're going to have uh, some value guys and when you're talking about lineup construction, kind of flipping it on its head when you're playing up for a guy like Whiteside, I know he's pretty expensive, but when you're doing that, you're instantly going to be unique elsewhere because of the way your lineup's going to fall. So Whiteside's a guy I have some interest in. Uh, I'm with you. I think McCollum's somewhat interesting. Uh, I think if I was going to have a Blazer, I would prefer it to be Whiteside, though.
0: Yeah, listen, I'm going to put Whiteside in for now. Again, like I might take Vucevic out and then put Whiteside. Again, I like having one pivot off Drummond at the top. I think that's what I'm going to do for some leverage, for some opportunities. So I'm going to look at that for sure. So throw him in there for now. Uh, I don't know how to really approach Lakers and, uh, nets. Like I don't love playing teams against the Lakers, but listen, I'm a huge Levert fan. Uh, his usage rates are just insane. I've been playing him so much and he's won me a ton of money. He's been uh phenomenal. So, uh, I'm going to throw a little bit of Levert in not a lot though. Uh, I think I'm going to get some exposure and if I play him, I'm going to run it back with Davis or LeBron. I'm going to pick Davis as the guy and then I'll get a little bit of McGee in, right for the option as a guy to throw in there. So those are the only three I'm going to take from that game. Uh, how about you?
1: Yep. I'm with you right there.
0: And we're at 39 players, and we got well, we got one more game left, and that's a game I'm I'm still torn on. I don't really know how to approach it. Uh, I don't want to play that many Warriors. I'm not a huge fan of these guys today. I think Chris is fine, but, again, I think I have enough centers where I don't need to go there. Um, Wiggins, I don't love the matchup for him. I, I might just fade this game. Maybe I'll throw in Paul George for you, right? Uh, you have some <laughs> strong conviction on him. Uh, I know some other guys I've talked to today who like Paul George, so maybe I'll just throw him in there, right? The game could blow out, and Paul George could have a good game. and I think the price is right, and it's a bad position. so. I'm at 40 players, Kyle. Uh, Paul George, the only guy I put in there. How about you? If you were building these teams out, uh, what would you do in this game?
1: Yeah, I I like this game a lot. Uh, I do think it's going to be a pretty contrarian game. And now, when you take Steph off the floor, guys like Damian Lee and Michael Mulder are going to be value options tonight. Uh, I do like Chris as well. I know you you kind of have your pool where it's going to be. So this is for kind of uh, my opinion. But I would I would for me I would include Chris Lee and Mulder in there, and then also I would have George and Harrell on the other side of things. I think I'm higher on this game than most are, so that kind of makes sense as to how we're kind of falling and differ- differing a little bit. But um, yeah, I definitely, Paul George, I'm really high on. The, the chat's kind of scaring me. They're saying he's going to get the Middleton treatment tonight, so uh, that's not what I want to see. I know, I know it's probably not likely considering no rumors of that or anything. And it's hard to rely on that again, but uh, definitely don't want to hear that, so hopefully that doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, overall, I think that was good. Uh, I think going through everything was good. Guys, uh, listen, start firing your QQs in the chat, and we will go through. We got 12 minutes to answer QQs for you guys. We are here to help you out. We'll give you our takes and our opinions on everything. Again, uh, we got some different takes on some stuff today, so I thought we brought a good mix. Uh, Before we kind of dive into the QQs, I did want to show you guys something. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Kyle. Uh, I'm sure you know it because I'm sure you check it out. The PGA show that we have going on tonight, we have a show with uh, STL cards, red to cheek. And we got, uh, notorious, right? They go through and they talk about PGA and we have the players championship. There's a huge DraftKings contest today. I believe it's a millionaire contest uh, for the players. Listen, Kyle, I know you were sweating out the golf this past week. I saw you uh, tilting Ian Poulter and I tilted it just as you did. I saw you tweet it at the same time. Uh, and I was like, man, uh, I guess Kyle played some Ian Poulter. So, uh, tell me, uh, you use the Rotor Grinders premium. I'm sure. I love that show that they have here over here. Uh, what's your favorite thing that you uh, like from the PGA premium product?
1: Yeah. So, I, I mean, obviously I, I use all the rankings and whatnot. I, I, one thing I like to use a lot is the Noto ratings. So you can go in the lineup HQ. If you have a premium, you can see the Noto rating. You can see notorious ratings right there in the flesh, right in front of you. I uh, like using those a lot. And then obviously I uh, steal cards, drew, they all do great things. Noto, obviously with their, with their tags in the lineup HQ, you can build a pull off of those guys' tags alone and they're, they're usually doing you pretty well. So, um, then you can follow back into the rankings as well, the CBRs, and you can just really get everything that you need, and they'll cover the entire, the entire pool. And if you're going to play golf, the, the players is definitely one to play. You, know, you get a pretty stacked field, and then you know, you can get the monthly package, carry over into the Masters, another stacked field. The, uh, the majors and all the stacked field uh, tournaments are the ones that I love to play because you can, get, you, know, you can get a lineup full of guys that you know. And when you're not really a, a diehard golf guy like me, you want to know the names that you're watching and sweating out. So I like that a lot.
0: Yeah, and listen, if you guys want to jump in uh, for a week, it's fourteen ninety-nine uh month, thirty-nine ninety-nine for the PGA premium, and then for the year, it's hundred ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. Guys, if you want to jump in on that, be sure to do that. Uh and, and like Kyle said, if you probably get it now, I believe you get it to the masters. So that's awesome, right? Uh lots of good golf tournaments going on over here that we got to be playing and this is a great time of year to kind of dive into the pga uh you stole my thing kyle i like notorious's rating and i actually build uh i build out my own model and then i compare it with his and see what i like what i don't like see where we differ uh i watch his model preview show so uh i'm all over all the rotor grinders content jump on it so uh check it out guys again uh 14.99 just for the you know this week uh for the month it's 39.99 and for the year it's 199 dollars Now we guys we can dive into the questions and kind of discuss some things because again uh, this is an absolutely awesome slate. Um, Let's see what we got here. Um, Got someone talking about Lee and Pascal. Do you like them on the Warriors? Do you think there are options you can consider?
1: I like Lee, not not Pascal too much. We've talked about it. Power forwards massively stacked tonight, so uh, I do like Lee though. I do think he's a pretty solid option.
0: Yeah, someone says uh, Drummond is in a great spot, and, and then a follow up uh, from Maxwell says, "Don't need to pivot off him, I don't think." On DraftKings, what do you think about that? We can just eat. This is a good uh, conversation, right? On FanDuel, when you see a super chalky option, how do you feel about like eating it on like a different site? He's such a good play still, but uh, you know, obviously he's not as chalky.
1: Sorry, was this Drummond you said?
0: Yeah, yeah, like Drummond, he's chalk on FanDuel, right? But DraftKings, right. I don't think he's supposed to be as chalky. So, how do you feel about just playing him in tournaments? Like, he's a good play. It's a great matchup.
1: Yeah, I like it. And it's you know, you've, it's really hard to find a much better matchup than against the Bulls and being a center. So I'm, I'm with you. I like it.
0: All right, here's a good question from Sean: Rank the spend ups. Obviously, the site matters. Uh, we don't have the site from Sean, but it's Harden, Westbrook, Luka, eighty, LeBron, and Beal. Uh,
1: so for me, I'm gonna assume that I'm, I'm gonna go off of Harden and Westbrook are one and two for me, and then Westbrook would be number one on DraftKings, while Harden's number one on FanDuel. Uh, and then it's Davis, and then it's Luca, and then it's Beal. All
0: right, so I agree with your Harden and Westbrook takes. We're identical on that. Um, I believe I'm going to go Beal, number three. I'm going to go 84, Luca five, and then uh, LeBron six. So that's kind of how I would rank it. Um, you got a must play tonight, Kyle. Uh, who's a guy that you're just like all in on?
1: It's Markel Fultz for me. I I, I like being overweight on Markel Fultz. I think he's a, a really good leverage play on FanDuel, especially – uh, I like him on DraftKings too. It's not going to be very popular. Really good matchup, so uh, I like him a lot.
0: Yeah, I think for me it's like those three power forwards. It's, it's Aaron Gordon, uh, Larry Nance, and Covington. I'm going to be overweight on all three. I believe. Obviously, when you're like you're building your script, sometimes it doesn't work out and you get frustrated. But right. those are three guys like a power forward. I'm loading up on. I love Aaron Gordon though. Uh, I get the spot isn't as great as it's been, but I, I think his minutes and everything are just so good. So I'll be on him. Um, let's see. Uh, on on Depot? We talked about him a little bit earlier. The usage has been up. And I think this situation is different than it was like two weeks ago. So I like Depot here. How about you?
1: Yeah, I do like him. But uh, we're, we kind of found ourselves in a, in a scenario where there's two guys right around him that I like more. And that's Damian Lee and Terrence Ross. Uh, they're both definitely going to play more minutes. You know, Depot's still kind of on a, on a soft minutes limit, even though they say he's not as limited as he was. But I like Lee and Ross more.
0: All righty, what do you think about uh, – from Steve, what do you think about uh, Westbrook and Nance, or would you go Harden and James Johnson with a Minnesota stack? So DKGBP, Westbrook, Nance, or Harden and James Johnson from Steve?
1: Uh, I like the first one. I like Westbrook and Nance a lot, and I don't really love James Johnson too much tonight, so uh, I'm going to go with the first side.
0: Yeah, uh, Maxwell Gover's asking, uh, he's saying, uh, watch Sanoransky go off tonight. Now listen, can you do a Sanoransky pivot? Like, What do you think about that as like a leverage play off of those Bulls point guards today?
1: Yeah, it does make sense. No, it is. It's going to be some leverage. But I think if Kobe White, I don't really see a way that he's not going to be starting again. It just doesn't really make sense for them to switch it up again. Um, and I think if I were to find some leverage or pivot, or pivot to a different point guard, I don't think it would be another bull. I think it would be you know a guy like Fultz or a guy like Colin Sexton. So that's just how I, I'm approaching it tonight.
0: All righty. We got ranked these four for DKGPPs. It's Drummond, Booker, Lillard, and Whiteside
1: uh booker drummond um white lillard
0: yeah i think i actually agree with you on that same order there's a chance i'd maybe swap out um swap drummond and Whiteside, but no i, I think I, I kind of agree with your order i think that's pretty strong um you got a, a favorite center option today on Fanduel for me it's drummond how about you
1: yeah, for me it's I think it's Montres Harrell. I like him a lot. Uh the the real risk in with him is if this game blows out, the minutes won't be, you know, too significant for him. But if this game does stay close, uh Mantris Harrell's going to get a massive boost with Lou Williams off the floor. So I like uh Mantris Harrell a lot.
0: All right. Aaron Holiday or Dell Dadova? I'm a uh, team Delhi here. If you force me to pick, how about you? Yeah, I'm Delhi. All right. uh, One person's asked me to live betting show. I don't know if you watched it, Kyle. I believe you did. Uh, They asked uh, if Big T held a profit. Uh, I was the winner, JJ. He profited some money, too, in second. And Big T, somehow, you know, he was chasing his money, uh, you know, just kept chasing it, chasing it. And he he ended up being a winner, right? So we all actually profited. So it was pretty good. And uh, if you guys don't know, we did a live betting show uh, on Wednesday. You know, we just fired a ton of bets. I believe, uh, you know, big T probably had like eight of them. JJ had eight. I had around eight or 10. It was a fun time and we're doing it again tomorrow. So, uh, if you guys want to, you know, just sweat out the games with us. We'll be doing that here on the YouTube channel. So, uh, guys check that out. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, we can talk uh, DFS swaps too. If there's any crazy news, like Middleton, we'll be talking that we will be making swaps too. So, uh, it was a good time and hopefully you guys can join us. Kyle, you going to join us again.
1: Oh yeah. That, that, that was one thing that you could tune in and you, you never really got bored. Cause obviously those are, those are three pretty good characters right there and talking good sports. So uh, it was a good show for sure.
0: Yeah. We had a lot of fun. Uh, here's one Booker Lillard or D I probably rank those D Booker and Lillard. How about you?
1: I I'm going to go uh Booker first. I like Booker a lot. He's kind of a guy that we didn't really talk too much about. I mentioned him a little bit at the beginning of the show, but I like him a lot. Uh, so I would go Booker D And then, uh, yeah, I figured he said third, but I think he said Lillard. So
0: yeah. yeah, Lillard. So uh, We actually got news that just came through. I'm looking at my phone. Uh, we got uh, Archie's out, right? So uh, does, I think that's like we kind of expected that for the Bulls, and if Archie was in, that could mess some stuff up. But what do you kind of think about that now?
1: Uh, yeah, I think that pretty much keeps things the way he's been out the last two games, so should be around the same. It would have been nice to see him in, and then maybe uh, Shaq Harris and Bust you know, maybe lose some minutes. But uh, I still like the the pivot on FanDuel's going to Markel Fultz that's where I'm at still. And yeah, I think all things are, are the same for
0: me. All righty. Um, we have from Zachary, we got James and Davis for after hours. Who do you got LeBron or AD? Sounds like we're both on AD, correct?
1: Yep. AD for me.
0: All righty. Um, let's see what else we got here. Trying to catch up on the questions. I believe I'm kind of far down. Uh, what do you think of Patrick Beverly? Any interest in him, Kyle?
1: Um, no, I don't really like Beverly too much. I think if you wanted to take a shot on, on the Clippers point guard, Reggie Jackson could potentially be somewhat interesting uh, as a, as a super deep field pivot, you know, dart throw Uh very cheap should, you know, take a little uptick in usage and whatnot with the Williams the forward, but no Beverly for me.
0: All righty. Uh, is Troy Brown and Napier in the same lineup a bad idea from Jake Phillips?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I, I think I would like that more if Robinson were out. Um, that would make a lot more sense. If Robinson's in, I don't really have a lot of interest in Napier. I'm more That interest falls if Robinson's out. But if, if Robinson's out, yeah, I think you can play them both.
0: All right. Rapid fire, Kyle. DK Cash, LaMarcus Aldridge or Covington? Covington. Yeah. Uh, favorite guard, go.
1: Um, Mark Fultz.
0: Pick two if you're making a GBP lineup. Booker, DeRozan, or Dane?
1: Uh, Booker and DeRozan.
0: All right. Um, let's see. Uh, people are talking about Reggie Jackson. Any interest in him?
1: Uh like I said, in a large field dart throw type situation,
0: yeah, um, Nance or uh elf, you gotta pick one, Nance, righty, that's about gonna do it for us though, guys, I think we kind of gotta get on out of here. uh listen, if you guys could again, uh we talk about it, uh hit that like and subscribe for us, we would really really appreciate it, guys, uh, you know, that helps us out here, uh, you know, didn't mention that enough during the show for you guys, but if you could do that now, we would really, really appreciate it. We were so focused on giving that hard hitting analysis Cal, try to help you guys out. Uh, so much with everything uh kyle give me your final thoughts right uh who's your guy uh who's the guy that's going to win all of the money tonight
1: yeah for me it's, it's paul george you know we kind of mentioned small forward isn't the uh the best position tonight you know we got point guard shooting guard power forward all really strong even center's pretty strong too so small forwards weak in my opinion and i think paul george is a really good play in this one
0: all righty mine kyle uh it's gonna be aaron gordon man uh listen i've been riding this train it's been good times uh I am going to be looking to get some exposure to him. And we just got news: Jerome Robinson, he will start. So that kind of hurts Napier a little Uh, bit and all those other guys. But again, Jerome Robinson, you know what he does, Kyle? He helps Bradley Beal because he is just a defensive guy. He is passing the ball off. Bradley Beal, like him in tournaments, definitely get some exposure. Love that Randall and Bradley Beal stack in lineup HQ. But we got to get out of here, guys. Thanks a lot for joining us. For me, Travis Mangone, and Kyle Murray, we're out of here.